This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to the Hunting Land Man podcast. This is Slade Priest, your host, the Hunting Land Man. Rack buck down here on opening day. If you're interested in rack bucks and real estate and everything that has to do with hunting property, this is the podcast for you. Well, here we go. This may be the first podcast ever recorded on a generator. We are uh, day two after Hurricane Ida. I got me and new Ryan, and uh, you know we all made it through Hurricane Ida okay, and... Um, very thankful that the storm actually moved farther to the east, which was good for us, not good for some of our neighbors, Ryan Wascom and Craig and all them. They had it a lot rougher. Uh, everybody's safe. Nobody's homes got messed up bad as far as our crew, so we're very thankful for that. All of our clients down in South Louisiana, um, I sent out an email this morning and so Facebook, I mean, uh, uh, Instagram message. If anybody needs anything, if you're listening to this and you need anything, water, gas, food, if we can help you with a chainsaw, just let us know. But uh, our prayers and thoughts are with y'all. All right, we decided we're going. We couldn't do a lot of work today other than uh, record another podcast, which we needed to anyway. So I got new Ryan on the mic. Ryan, thank you for being here. Good to be back. And uh, you know he's a he's a he's been on every podcast in some form or fashion, so he's back. Uh, but today we're going to talk about how to buy land in a hot market, and always hot market or a slow market. We always use Southern Ag Credit. That's the Hunting Land Man fourteen podcast fourteen is brought to you by Southern Ag Credit. So thank y'all for always uh, being on there. And I'm even got my little my little pad even says Southern Ag on it, so they take good care of us, and give us good closing gifts like that. So, um, you know, this, this podcast applies to any time. Um, right now, of course, anywhere in the country, the real estate market is hot. Uh, and we're going to talk about right now it being hot, but this can apply to any time. So if you're listening to the pod, this is 2021. If you're listening to this podcast at 2025, the same rules will apply, but we're going to use right now as an example. Right now, the market is really, really hot. Um, and the reason is uh, low inventory, great interest rates, 
And with COVID, we've had a super high demand for people wanting to be outdoors. Um, So, uh, you know, all those things um, has making for a hot market. Ryan, before I get too far, I want your perspective. How hot is this market? And I mean, how crazy is it right now? Well, from what I've heard, you know, obviously I started first of January. um, But from what I've heard, I'd always heard Mr. Scott and you talk about when we first, when I first started coming into talks with y'all and everything, how last year was so crazy. You know, we wanted to know if this year was going to top it, and from what I've seen, it's doubled almost from what you know, how fast everything has been going so far. And that, I mean, that's helped me a ton because I've been able to pick up on things a lot quicker, being that there's so much more speed going on throughout the market and everything. But um, I mean, really, just you know, learning what the buyer needs to be looking for and how to be able to pass that information along to them has been able to help me out a lot just because of the market we are in right now. So that's been a big thing for me. It really is. It's it, and, and fortunate for Ryan, he has, I mean, you know, I think we've done 26 closings with Ryan and I and Lori this year. And uh, I think we have 10 pending right now 10 or 11 pending right now so i mean you know we're already at close to 40 you know we'll probably get that number hopefully 50 plus before the end of the year so the market's been really hot um you know first thing comes to mind was oh you know i'd hate to buy right now it's a seller's market that is true and that thought process is not wrong um but things never go down let me use this example right now if you go try to buy a chevy Z71 is going to cost you, what, 65, 70 grand, something right now. They may slow down and you may be able to negotiate more in two years, but they're never going back to 50,000. And that's the same thing with land. So let's say something really hot in Wilkeson County right now is selling for 4,000 an acre. It's never going back down to 2,500. And, and, and I'm not saying that because I'm all-knowing or anything. I guess I could be wrong, but historically things have never, you know, they may flatten and they may dip a little bit, but they're going up. So I guess going to one of my things on my list, the best time to buy land is yesterday. And it really is. The best time to buy land is five years ago. Um, I mean, some of these, pro- I'm looking at some of our sold properties on my computer screen in front of us, and it, and I look at some of the sales. If I had to sell them again right now, I could get 15 or 20% more for them. We're only talking about a year or two. So, I mean, the market is hot. Um, I do think it's still a great time to invest because it actually, it's still going up. Uh, it's actually hard to price things right now because it's going up so much. Um, and that this is our example, you know, so this is a hot market. So, where it's fresh on our mind. So, we want to bring you how to buy land in a hot market. Okay, so, usually the process, you see something online on huntlandman.net uh, or .ms.com, and you you send us an email. Hey, Slade. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Lori. I want to uh, I want to go look at a piece of land. Okay, so we go out and we go look at this 500 acres in Amick County, and you know, typically uh, for the larger stuff, uh, when I say larger, you know, the the million dollar plus stuff, usually the guy who's buying is in the driver's seat. In a hot market, that's not the case. You know, this is a seller's market, which we did a podcast on that. I think about three pod, two or three podcasts ago with Shane Saxon. Usually, uh, the buyer with the money in his pocket is in the driver's seat. In a hot market, that's not necessarily the case. Um, you know, if if you got the only Z seventy one on the lot, you don't have to negotiate real hard on it. You can command your price, and 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 people will pay for it. And that's the same thing with good land right now. 
uh, doesn't mean you can't be smart and make a good investment. You know, I mean, if you're using a realtor, if you're using us or if another agent that's buying them through us, you know, get him to show you some comps, what things are actually selling for. I'm never going to recommend that you, even if it is hot market, I'm never going to make, I don't want you to make a bad decision. I want you to make a good decision. So if you call me in three to five years, if you're selling, if you're upgrading, if you've got a cousin or a brother that's buying, I want you to recommend me. So I'm never going to do anything. You know, I'm never going to recommend that you do something. Now, if there's something I think that we're stepping out on the edge of that, I'm going to tell you, hey, look, you better want this place because this is a little bit of a stretch as far as your maybe your budget or or what it's actually worth. And and uh, man, the way things are going right now, that's it, it, actually a lot harder to do what things are worth because they're selling so fast and getting so so close. Usually, we do about ninety three to ninety four percent of our asking prices on land right now. I mean, it's pretty common to do ninety five, ninety eight, hundred percent of asking price. So uh, things are. Things are definitely different in a hot market. Um, let me see what I got on this list here. Okay, so, okay, you go look at the land with us. You like it. All right, here, it's a million-dollar piece of land. You like it. Ryan Slade, I want to make an offer. All right, in a hot market, you know, typically, uh, you know, if I have a, buy, uh, a buyer making an offer from another agent through ourselves, you know, I like to start, you know, at least 85%, 90%. And we're not talking about wholesale deals and trying to get a good track to flip. I mean, this is regular real estate, you know, places that are bought and sold normally. So I like to see 85 90% somewhere in there as a starting price. Usually, I tell my clients they need uh, 5 to 10% worth of negotiation on the price. Now, I don't price all places. Sometimes other agents do, so, so I can't control that, but... So if you're thinking, okay, it's a million dollar place, you know, you need to be offering eight fifty nine hundred, uh, and it's the same thing in a hundred thousand dollar place. You need to be offering, you know, eighty five thousand to ninety thousand. Um, but in a hot market, that may not be the case. Uh, for example, uh, we had seventy eight acres that we uh, we listed out in Wilson County, West Woodville, super high popular area. The first week it was on the market, Ryan and I got out there. And look, and I'm just going to tell you, if Ryan and I and Lori or, or anybody at Southern States Realty are marketing these things, this is what we want to happen. I mean, our job is to market these things and bring the highest and best value. So we're going to put all the marketing out there. Ryan's going to do one of those bad-to-the-bone videos he's been doing. Uh, we're going to do all the social media ads. So we're going to try to bring as many buyers to the table the first week, first two weeks as we can. Uh, example with this 78 acres, uh, we had two or three other agents showing it. I showed it two or three times to open, I mean, the first week and the day that I actually contracted it, excuse me, I sold it, uh, I, 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 uh, con, uh, showed it twice and the, uh, the guy who looked at it first that day called me as soon as my other show was done and said, Tell you a guy he's too late. I want full, I want it full asking price, and that's what you know. That's not what always happens, but in a hot market, that's the type of stuff happens. Yeah. So, if you see a track you like, you kind of got to get away from getting the best deal. Um, yeah, I think we put that one on the market that Wednesday, and it was under contract Friday afternoon. Yeah, and and it's funny because here's another example in a hot market. That was 78 acres, you know, it's a $270,000 property, something like that, close to $300,000 property. We did that with 700, and, you know, we did that with over 700 acres last week. I mean, 
put it on. I mean, that's what's happening, and that can't what can happen in hot market right now in Southwest Mississippi. You know, things that usually take months and years to sell are selling in days. And so, depending on how hot the market is, you have to consider that. So, you know, if you if you if you see something you like, don't fiddle for around. You know, uh, hey, I want to go look at this the next time you have time because good tracks don't last long for a reason. And you know, it's so many clients out there that say, "Oh, I don't want to get in a bidding war. I don't get it." That's but let me let me let me be the devil's advocate on that and. If the track you're buying doesn't have any activity, that should maybe be a red flag. What's wrong with that track? Because one day, if you get ready to sell it, or your kids get ready to sell it, or your kids get ready to sell it, why is it don't have? Any, why does it not have any activity? Uh, so if you've got a track that has a lot of activity, it just means you got a good track. Nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Uh, and you know, you if you're you make smart decisions and you got a good realtor, a good agent, if you're working with us or anybody else, you know, let them guide you. Don't be scared of getting in quote unquote a bidding war. It's you know, because it's not a war. It's just, hey, you know, this is where I'm prepared to uh to offer and, and if they don't accept it, move on to the next one. So it don't don't be afraid of that and definitely a good agent can help you with that. All right, uh, something else, you know, with Southern Ag Credit or any bank, um, in a competitive market, never a bad idea to get your financing in order. Uh, New Ryan, he was been doing stuff on some pers- personal things right now, and I and I do it too, you know, where if you're going to look for a $500,000 piece of property, a $250,000 piece of property, go to Southern Ag, go to another bank, go ahead and get a pre-approval. That way, the financing contingency, we can don't have to worry about that because we know you got the financing. I can tell another agent if I'm representing you, hey, look, he's already been with the bank. Here's a pre-approval. Level. I'll get I'll get Alex or, or somebody at Southern Ag to send you an email letting them know they're good to go. It makes your offer stronger because on offers, sometimes the highest price necessarily doesn't necessarily win. Mm-hmm. The one with boxes the, that are checked. Right. The one with the least contingencies. Yeah. And the highest price wins, you know. Um, so pre-approval is not a bad idea. And, and it really, you can know where you want to be budget-wise because that's one of the first questions we ask. Hey, where do you want to be? What's your goal for your place? And what's your budget? So you can go ahead and, you know, knock that out. What's your budget by getting pre-approval? So that's a, you know, definitely in a hot market. That is a better thing to do because you can move faster. Mm-hmm. As properties are moving faster, you can move faster. Um Another thing, um, you know, but when we talk about making better offers and, and with the contingencies and everything, is closing costs. Now, I'm going to say this, and somebody's going to argue with me when they're listening, but let me tell you what closing costs are. The guy that brings the money to the table, a.k.a. the buyer, he's paying the closing costs. Well, no, 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 not necessarily. No, he's paying them. The seller's either going to accept more money or less money. So... I tell my clients, you want to make your offer more attractive? Check the box says you'll pay all the closing costs. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we're talking about very small percentages, and it looks cleaner. The seller doesn't have to negotiate on that. And you just remember, okay, if a place is, if you're offering, if the listed price is a million dollars and you're offering 900 but you're looking to pay all the closing costs, you know, just figure that into the price. Don't let, the, don't let it confuse you and don't let it confuse the seller. So that's never a bad idea. Don't complicate your offer. Make them clean. There's nothing an agent hate worse than an offer that comes in their email and it's got addendums and stuff this long and you got to be a 
a Harvard lawyer to look through it. You know, that's not that that just makes it harder. So if you want your offer to be, you know, more presentable to a to a seller, uh, you know, uh, less contingencies, the closing cost is one of them. You know, appraisal that sort of thing. Uh, checking the box where it doesn't have to appraise is is it can be risky. Um, if your agent know is doing their job, uh, they should be able to tell you if it's going to appraise anyway. They should know the market good enough it's going to appraise, you know, um, or close enough anyway. Now, sometimes things can happen. Different banks can send the wrong appraiser out there. You know, we did an appraisal podcast a couple podcasts ago, really good information about how appraisals are done. But, uh, you know, typically if we're representing you, or one of our other agents that we can recommend or representing you, they know if it's going to appraise or not, or, or really close to that, so that you can make a safe non-checking of that box if that's a route you decide to go down. Let me see. Do I need to wait? That's what I put on that little list right here. You know, that's a, that's a good question. Somebody out there, uh, man, I don't know, Slade. I, I've been thinking about buying a piece of hunting land. Do I need to wait? I mean, we, we get that question all the time. Um. I've it's, heard you say a lot on that one, not to interrupt. Go, no, go ahead. Just really since I started, I've heard you say a lot. If you see it, don't hesitate. If you see it, buy it. Because if you take that thought process of, oh, I'm going to just wait back, wait till the market settle down a little bit, kind of what you were talking about earlier, you, you look up 10 years from now and you're still sitting without a piece of property. I mean, if you see something that hits all of your boxes or even majority of your boxes, there's no need to wait because 10 years – Nothing. So right. I think I've heard you say that a ton. And it's, and, it, and it's steadily going up, you know. Um, so the, to, do I need to wait? Um, you know, it, it is a seller's market right now. I get it. Do I think it's going to go down a whole lot? I just don't see it. I remember y'all talking about that last year, thinking I, there was no way it was going to be able to compete with last year, and it's outdone it tremendously. And people – um People smarter than me are saying we got another year of this. And they're saying it's not going to pop because the things that created like the 2008 pop, this is not the same factor. So it'll just slow down. Now, even when it slows down, remember with appraisals from the appraisal podcast, prices are going to still be there. It may take a little longer to sell. Maybe you can get a little bit cheaper. But but by and large, they're not gonna they're not gonna go from four thousand an acre to two thousand or, or four thousand to three thousand. They may go four thousand or thirty eight hundred. But so do I need to wait? Like Ryan just said, if you see attractive checks all the boxes, you know, with hunting property, it's not like a beach house in Orange Beach or Destin. The condo right below it is not about to come up for sale in in in, in Liberty or yeah. in Natchez. You know, it's a it's a different thing. If it checks all the boxes. It's unique, yeah. you know. It's got, oh man, I want this yeah. waterfall, or I mm-hmm. want this this pond, or I want these hardwoods, or man, that area, you know, yeah. right there. That's where I want to be. Well, that area, you know, that that property beside it's probably not coming up for sale anytime soon. So if it checks the boxes, no, you do not need to wait. Um, the uh, this was a question Ryan asked before we started leverage. You know, typically. Uh, in a in a slower market, you know the buyer has the leverage. You know, does a buyer have the leverage in this type of market? No, but I mean, you're still, you know, if a seller has their place listed, they want to sell. They may tell you, I don't have to sell or slate. I ain't giving this place away. Yeah, but you do have it for sale. So, 
there's a thought process out yeah. there. I do want to sell it. So, yes, you do have some leverage. You've got the money in your pocket or whatever like that. Doesn't mean you have the same amount of leverage if, if not. If you or your agent is educated to the market and you know these sort of things, we can argue for your own leverage. At the end of the day, in any real estate deal, me or any of my team, I want the seller to sell their price, their place for what it's worth, and I want the buyer to buy the place for what it's worth. And where does that meet? Where we think the place of praise. And when we price places, that's how they're priced. So I want everybody to get a fair deal. Um, I'm going to educate you in the process of, hey, this is a fair deal. What I run into a lot of times, and Ryan's heard me talk about this, is you know, so many times you know, you either have successful businessmen or, or, or people who've been successful somewhere in life buying these expensive places, and for whatever reason, they just want to win the deal. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Heck, I like to win the deal. You feel like you got a deal. All right. But remember, when we started this process, when you got on Landwatch or you got on my website or you called me, the purpose was not to win the deal. The purpose was to get a place at a fair price, usually. You know, uh, usually to get a place at a fair price. So let's not lose that fact that, okay, we found the place we want. He's willing to sell it to me at a fair price. Just because I'm not winning the argument doesn't mean, you know, I've seen people lose places they should have bought because they didn't win the argument. And that's not a smart place to be with anything. Let me see here what I got. Uh, My last thing I kind of had on here was the best time to buy is yesterday. Uh, and 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 then we 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 talked about that earlier, and I truly mean that land's always going up. You know, I've heard uh, my dad talk about, oh, I could have bought all this for this much, or I could have bought all this for this much, and I'm sure one day my kids will say, Dad, land wasn't but thirty five hundred acre. Why didn't you buy everything you could buy? Well, I didn't have that much. You know, that was a lot of money back then. That's probably going to be the talk when Ryan and I have kids one day. But uh, right now. Um, I would say the best time to buy is yesterday. So that's a good quote you can put on Instagram. You put Slade Priest under there. I'm sure somebody said it before me, but you can put that on there. Well, Ryan, we uh, I've kind of gone through my list. What, what are some things that maybe I didn't pick up or didn't mention that you maybe want to mention as I was talking about this? I think you hit on a lot of it. Um, just kind of piggybacking off of what you had said earlier when we were talking about leverage. It kind of goes hand in hand you know, with the – a bunch of different things, but one of the things that we kind of skimmed over is doing those little things right, having your ducks in a row. Because I've seen I've seen a lot of contracts in my eight month time already, where you know buyer brings a contract to the table where he's got all of his financing in order, everything appraisal, all that already taken care of, brings the contract at a fair price, and even if it's week one of it being on the market, it's hard for that seller to look at it and just say, oh no, it's only one week, I'll wait. Because when everything is perfect, everything's in line like that, buyer's ready to go, they got the money in their pocket. I mean, we've probably closed, heck, I'd say just in the eight months I've been here, we've I'd say we probably have done eight sold within or under contract within the first week of having it online. Right, right. And that's heck, a lot of that two was last due, week. Yeah, a lot of that was due with Three last week. buyer just kind of being – having his ducks in a row, knowing exactly what he wanted, no wishy-washy type thing, going in, getting what they wanted, and getting the deal done. So I think that's a, a very, very big thing. And figure out what you want. Go ahead and do the little things beforehand. That way, whenever you go there, you're, you're ready to roll. 
Good point. Yeah, I think that that you're right. If you're going to have any leverage as a buyer in a hot market, to summarize what Ryan said, have your ducks in a row. You know, have your finance and have your good offer ready. You control know, um, the things that you can control. I think would be a good saying. That, yeah, that, uh, very good point. Control the things that you can control. You can control what the buyer is going to accept, but you can't control how attractive your offer is, how mm-hmm. aggressive you are mm-hmm. um, with your negotiating and things like that. So have your ducks in a row. But um, this market is hot right now. Um, you know, this hurricane, of course, will slow us down for yeah. a couple of days with good reason. Uh, but uh, hunting season, you know, I was, as we've been going through this year, you know, it's been crazy, crazy busy. Right around 4th of July, which is normal, phone didn't ring for a week or two quite as much, and Ryan hears it in my voice. I get, oh, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Is it slowing down? Is it slowing down? No, le- no, it's not. We uh, We put three or four properties on the market, four or five properties on the market last week. So we put one, two, we put six properties on the market last week and three of them are under contract and we've got activity on the other ones. So, I mean, it's, it really, it really is going that fast. So um, before the hurricane, that those other two were showing every day, every other day, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Those other, those two, of two of the, uh, there was a big property we put on property on the market in Amit County that was mm-hmm. it was on the Amit River. We had a twenty eight, um, forty eight, a one oh five, and a two ninety six. The two small ones are under contract. The two ninety six is supposed to get an offer any day, and the one oh five been shown about four times. So any day on it, and that it literally has been on the market a week. Um, so things are selling fast, and I think that will continue on into deer season. This is normally our hot time. Uh, September's tomorrow, and this is normally our hot time. So we're just getting rocking and rolling, and it is that crazy. So as we've been talking about all podcasts, if you see things you like, you better speak up. Get educated with the market. Um, you know, the market's going to go up or down. You as a buyer, you can educate yourself. Listen to podcasts like this. There's other podcasts out there you can listen to. Something that's really good, if you get on our email list, we're always sending out what's on the market, what's listing, what's selling, new information. Uh, so if you're not on our email list, shoot me a text, a call, or email, or comment on here and, and give us your name and email address, and we'll put you on the email list. But pay attention to the market. Our website, southernstatesrealty.com, or Land Watch, Lands of America, Land and Farm, any of those websites. See what's on the market and what's selling. That way... If you do get in a situation three years from now and you're actually ready to buy, you're educated to the process and you're not 100% relying on my knowledge, you've done some research yourself and you can make a better decision because you know what you want mm-hmm. because you've been out there looking. Um, you know, our area, southwest Mississippi, where we're at, well, in East Feliciana, West Feliciana, Woodville, Liberty, our area, you know, our area continues to be hot year in, year out in my whole career in real estate the last 15 years. Uh, you know, some of your markets a little farther north in Mississippi, they have a hot, hot market right now, but uh, it's not normally as hot as this is right now. So that's something to think about, too. You know, maybe if you're up in Warren County or something like that, you can uh, no, maybe negotiate a little bit more. And, and there's a lot of factors that factor into that, why those markets aren't as hot. But southwest Mississippi, Wilkeson, Amit, Adams, Franklin, East Feliciana, West Feliciana, these markets are always hot. So, um I think you're going to be dealing with how to buy land in a hot market here a, a lot more than other places. Well, Ryan, you got anything else? 
think that's all. I think we hit it on it pretty good. This one was just a quick one. We uh we kind of wanted to get something out there for y'all to be listening to you while your generator's running like ours is in the background. But um, something we're gonna if y'all have anything you want us to touch on, we're gonna be our next couple are gonna be uh, we're gonna do is a uh, a Missouri project two. Um, we've uh, got some really good deer on camera. Food plots are looking good. We got two inches of rain today up there, so the plots are looking good. And uh, we'll be Ryan will be hunting in there in a month. We'll be at convention. We're gonna probably do a podcast from the convention, tell everybody how that's going. And uh, we're gonna do something uh, with Scott Lindsay about how to what a forester can do for you as far as management plans, investment, and things like that. As far as timber, it's a question we get a lot. So if there's anything else out there that y'all want us to touch on. Uh, we definitely would like to hear from you. Put a comment on here. And as always, if you can get on there and give us a five-star review, if you're going to give us a one-star review, nah, I'm not I'm not asking you to do that, but give us a five-star written review. It really helps us out. And share this with somebody you think that would benefit from it. Um, we're just trying to educate people. Hey, if you use us as your realtors, that's great. But if not, you know, this applies. These principles apply anywhere in the country that we're doing. We do touch on a lot in our area because that's where we're from. But these principles apply everywhere. So thank y'all. God bless. Again, if we need you, I mean, if you need us for anything during this hurricane, feel free to pick up the phone and call us. We'll help you in any way we can. Ryan, you got anything else? That's it. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you for listening to the Hunting Landman podcast. If you will, take a moment, give us a five-star written view, guys. This really helps us out. And if you know anybody you think will be interested in this podcast, please share it with them.